Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Start your Honda safe adventure at NorCalHondaDealers.com. See dealer for financing details. What's good, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and football season is back, and we want to make sure we touch as many new reviewers as possible, and we need your help to do it. So please go to iTunes right now. Give us a five-star rating. That helps us climb the charts and make sure we reach as many savages out there from sea to shining sea. If you don't have iTunes, you can also check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, and iHeartRadio, and also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and follow us at JB and Benny Blue on all social media. Five-star rate us on iTunes now. What's good, reviewers? This episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review is brought to you by our friends at Snow CBD. Naturally enhance your life with premium CBD by Snow, formulated for stress relief, pain relief, better sleep, and much more. Learn all about it at snowcbd.com. That's S-N-O-C-B-D.com. And use code THEREVIEW. That's the review for 10% off all products and free shipping. Five, four, three, two, one. Worse. Yeah. What's up? What's happening? How yeah. are you? You yeah. motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're back. Oh, yeah. counting down the days to the mm. ball drop here. The review. Whoa. Oh, that's right. Going Benny, down. I, just, I, I saw a meme earlier that says, how the fuck January going to be next month, next week, and next year all at the same time? Mm-hmm. It's real. Yes. That's pretty crazy. This year has blown by. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's fucking wild. It seems like Benny. It's honestly, man. It's like the the, the, the year is flown by, but the NFL football season is flown by too. It's it's just it seems like you was just out here, yes. and, and we yeah. was at the game and we was chilling. It, it seemed like just yesterday, man, when we was yeah. kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Sitting by the wonderful Ford family in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Up yes. there in the sweet in the sweet life. Shout out to Tay up here, I'm saying from the Wild Horse fam. Shout out. Yeah, sitting next to the Ford family and their looks and their looks of disgust as they filed looks out for a, a, a damn a damn tie on week one. Oh god, it see it see, it seems like it was centuries ago. But that's what happens, JB, when the you know, when there's action afoot in afoot. in the league and, and we'll get to that. First and foremost, mm-hmm. let's let's stay in the present. Uh, tell the reviewers how how was your uh, how was your very merry savage Christmas, sir? What what'd you do? What happened? I'm a father, so as long as the kids is good, that's all that matters to me. Uh, I don't get anything for Christmas, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't really I don't really put that on people. You know, what I'm you know Christmas is a made up holiday, and giving gifts is the byproduct. Then we understand where all the kind of symbolisms come from. We get, it. but uh, it's just a celebration of of life. You know what I'm saying? It's a celebration of family. Those are the true meanings of Christmas, and so you know you give gifts to the kids because they expect them. Uh, other than that, man, just uh, a day I spent it with my homeboy Cook, his wife, and his son, uh, family I grew up with him. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. some good eats, some good eats going on. Non-traditional holiday food going on. I think we had some uh, some, some shrimp taco soup that that my yeah. sister uh, sister sister-in-law whipped up, and uh, some homemade mashed potatoes. 
salmon, asparagus, and jalapeno cornbread. Right. Wow, yeah, that's a real yeah. yeah underrated, yeah. underrated style of cornbread. Yeah, it's a cornbread. buddy. Beautiful, yes, indeed. Wonderful. How was yours, man? Out there in the in the frozen tundra, the great state well, of Michigan. Well, let me tell you something. As you, as you say, for the OG reviewers, know Mr. Bridges often says it's the end of days. JB, it was warmer here in this mm. place than it was in the uh, city of Angels. That's Devils and Angels, mm. Los Angeles. Mm. It was. JB, it was the last couple days besides today. Today got back truer to form. The last yeah. couple days, though, it was like 60 degrees, man. It was balmy. Wow. And then, be clear, reviewers, though, those who live in different parts of the country know, 60 degrees here feels different than 60 degrees on the West Coast. 60 right. degrees here, cats are damn near running around naked. Back right. back uh, in That's the West right. Coast, they're, they're, bu- they're bundled up, going crazy, think, thinking it's the end of the world. But yeah, man, global warming is real. Uh, it was 60 degrees. Real. But the actual day was uh, good. Exchanged some gifts. I, JB, I got my folks an Alexa, and I think that their neighbors are going to kill them because they live in an apartment. Uh, uh, so they're going to be like old people shouting uh, at Alexa. Right. Uh, <laughs> Alexa, 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 Alexa. So I got them an Alexa. We had we had some. Uh, my dad, my dad, chefed up some. We had some roasted duck. We had some Ooh. roasted duck. So that was a magnifique. Um, yeah, man. There's some sweet potatoes. It was a. Uh, it was it was nice, man. It was nice and chill. My my, my sister, and nieces, and nephews, and all of them get up here tomorrow. So it was really just right. myself and my and my parents. But um, yeah, man, kind of kind of low key, not drama filled. Uh, nice. My mom, my mom, and I got to watch our time honored tradition of watching Bad Santa, uh, our number right. one favorite favorite Christmas movie of all time. Yeah. Of course, he yeah. watched Christmas Story. I think I saw it two times through, patchwork all the way through, uh, mm-hmm. Home Alone one and two. Uh, mm-hmm. Christmas Carol, uh, yeah, uh, man, we 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 got we got it in. So overall, it was a it was a nice way it was a nice way to kind of reset the mind going uh, into the new year. Um, right, but always good. It it is a season, and uh, it is the season of bowl games, and that's mm. what we're going to get into now uh, with our little college football playoff check in. Uh, first and, and foremost, JB, you got uh. Your 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 Southern Miss Golden Eagles, Southern Miss to the mm-hmm. top, uh, are going mm-hmm. against Always. the rival, the uh, the uh, the old Tulane. I, the, you know you know how much I don't care about Tulane. What is Tulane's actual mascot? What are, what Tulane, is Tulane's mascot is the Green Wave, right? The Green Wave. All right, so they sound like green a damn youth soccer team. Wave. Get out of here, Tulane. <laughs> Explain, explain for the. Uh, we know we got a lot of Southern Miss faithful that, that listen to us. What do, what are you what are you seeing for uh, Southern Miss against uh, Tulane? That's coming up. Is that this weekend? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Maybe next the, weekend. The fourth of January. It's the fourth of January. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a late yeah. game. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's just late bowl game. It's nine 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 days away per Southern Miss football Twitter page. Uh, that robbery for us, man, back in the day was it's big, and that was the old conference USA. Uh, mm-hmm. Tulane was my actual first game from scrimmage at the University of Southern Mississippi. Oh. Right, we played them at the Rock. It was nine six ninety nine. Right, that was the date nine six ninety nine. Right, I remember it was one hundred and one degrees uh, at kickoff. <laughs> it, was like, it was like it was like one hundred and fifteen on, on our on our field turf. And the first play from scrimmage, I knocked a linebacker unconscious on his own run. Well, goddamn! Is there is there tape of this? There's got to be. 
There's got to oh, be yeah, a grainy. Yeah. There's got to be a grainy VHS that you just oh, mashing yeah, yeah. on the linebacker. If we could, if we could go back into the Southern archives, I'm certain that that, that, that highlight is somewhere. Uh, but and if you talk to Southern Miss guys, you know they remember it. I, I did a radio show um, not too long ago. Remember when you had, you hit me up about people that asked me like, "Oh, what the radio show?" Uh, yeah. Southern Miss. So I did that and I told that story. And the guys were like, "I remember that. I remember that." Everybody was so fired up. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, so I literally. Literally knocked a linebacker unconscious. It was a routine zone play. Uh, take care of down guys, get up to second level. And <laughs> Baya! Knocked him on his ass. So, uh, I've never lost Tulane. Um, never lost Tulane. Under, all four years undefeated against Tulane. Never lost Tulane. I uh, had some, had some, had some, had some, 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 some scuffles, you know what I'm saying, down in that dome, you know what I'm saying, you know, a little jangification going on because that was the old field turf that was like carpet. Uh, when we play, we play with tennis shoes on. Like that's how throwback I am. You reviewers out there, especially our younger generation reviewers, that's how old throwback I am. So, yeah, the rivalry renewed. Tulane Southern Miss, uh, less than 200 miles away from each other, uh, all the way down the down the old 10. You know, what I'm saying uh, down the Causeway, down to the Causeway, to off of two, in, in the New Orleans. Uh, over the bridge, you know what I'm saying? Lake Pontchartrain, the 20, 23 mile power, I mean, not the, the 23 mile long bridge. Number water, baby. Okay. So that, so you, yep. so you obviously have a rooted interest in this. So I mean, you know, look, I mean, obviously it's uh, not the most, it's not the most flashy matchup in, in terms of the whole scope of things. But I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you predict? Is I mean, does, does, does this, is this green wave gonna, gonna fucking roll into a? You know, in, in the Southern Miss, are they going to get mashed out? What are we What are we looking at? Well, you know, the thing about Southern Miss, man, is that we can we can run the ball and we can not turn the ball over. I think turnovers has been our biggest nemesis. Uh, our quarterback Abraham is a, is, a, is a fiery young fella, perfect prototypical size quarterback with a big arm. He gets gets a little creative with his feet when he needs to, and but we can run the ball. We got a big old O line. Uh, I have dubbed University of Southern Mississippi O line U. Uh, just doing the research mm. we have. A lot of offensive linemen that have played in Southern Mississippi that are present in the league right now that have been in the league in the past. So I have dubbed Southern Miss O-Line U. Even right now, we got an NFL prospect. I can't think his last name for a little white boy. Uh, one, of, one of them old East German last names. So, uh, <laughs> but he won um, the best lineman in the state award this year. Uh, so, uh, in the state of Mississippi, okay. he won the best, best college lineman. Uh, on an award that was once that was last won by Jeremy Thompson uh, uh, a couple years ago, won by Jeremy Thompson. So uh, you see how prestigious the award is in the state of Mississippi. So that was one of our guys. So yeah, we got this big offensive line. Uh, our defense needs to improve. Just being real, uh, we're fiery, we're scrappy. I think we need better defensive line. We need some, some old some old girth and defensive line. Which we did a shitload of recruiting this year. And shout out to Southern Miss, they did a great job of recruiting. Uh, I've been keeping nine. It's been pretty. It's been pretty solid. I'm not gonna lie, it's been pretty solid. Guys and uh, the fall, most of the four-year guys. I mean, most of the yeah, I said four-year. Most of the four-year guys are signed in February. But we got a few high school guys. Uh, we got Frank Gore's son. Uh, Frank Gore. About to say that. Yep. Mm-hmm. On the second, the second, and third. I want to say. Uh, so we got Frank Gore's little boy. He's a scrappy Tariq Cohen type running back, five eight, uh-huh. about right at right at 190 pounds and fast as lightning, quick. You know, very. He reminiscent of the way his father runs the ball. Very nifty. We got some big time receivers, big time DBs, linemen. We're just stocked up in line right now. So I think we can do well. 
think we do. I think we, if we control the football, we, we run the ball effectively, and we don't turn the ball over. And our defense gets us, I don't know, one turnover and two third down stops. I feel like we'll get out of here. It's gonna be a tough game. Okay, so yeah, right right now, just looking at it, it's it's gonna be uh, they're they're in a Fort Fort Worth. It's an Armed Forces Bowl. The line right now is a touchdown for Tulane. But uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, we can see what old old Abraham from uh, Southern Miss to the top gonna say about that. Uh, so of course, JB's gonna take gonna take his Golden Eagles and damn it, Green Wave. Ain't, 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 ain't no love on this side for the Green Wave. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of uh, one of uh, Southern Miss's rivals that got the better of a. Uh, well, you know, a a program that uh, you know gets a lot of hype about coming back, much like the Dallas Cowboys, oddly enough. <laughs> uh, hey, the, well, great comparison. There's a couple, there's a couple of similarities, a couple of similarities there. Yes, a couple, couple, couple coach player connections. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, uh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Louisiana Tech shut out uh, the U Hurricanes. Uh, in the uh, Independence Bowl or whatever it's called, fourteen down to nothing. Down in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they held them to a shutout. They ended up, Miami ended up putting in uh, Tate Martell, who was the big kind of hyped uh, quarterback recruit that was at uh, Ohio State. And then Justin Fields transferred from Georgia, beat him out. So then Tate Martell goes to Miami, and he eventually plays. I guess Miami's already fired. Their offensive coordinator. Did you see? I I I will be the first to admit I did not see a single minute of this game. Did you see any of this game watched, or any of the I highlights? Watched, uh, of this game? I watched a lot of it. Uh, oh, okay, it so you're getting, someone informed. All right. Until it starts just getting crappy. I mean, Miami's just bad. They're just bad. I don't know what else to say. They're just bad. They're not disciplined. A lot of turn. A lot of uh, penalties. Um, and they're just bad. Their, their quarterback situation is really bad. That kid, at quarterback, is not good. He was overthrowing cats, underthrowing cats. Drop balls, it was tackles, it was just damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> what What the fuck happened? I mean, uh, no matter how, I don't know, it's kind of like the, the, the first should be last and the last should be first in Florida right now, right? Because the, the yeah, Gators have been down time. for, yeah, the Gators have been down for a long time and uh, compared to what they were. And then uh, Miami probably like, even Florida. longer, to be honest. Right, and then like Florida yeah. Atlantic, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, is it Florida? Which, which, which one did uh, Florida? Yeah, Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Where Lane Kiffin was at. Yeah. Uh, was down for a long time. And then Lane Kiffin got there and they started having some success with the years he's been there. And they've just been tough, you know what I'm saying, the last few years. Uh, but Florida State and Miami, it's just two huge story franchises that are just like crap right now, right? Yeah. Now, of course, uh, yeah. of course, the, the Seminoles fired. Um, your man's uh, and rightfully so he was doing a horseshit job down there which is he got hired tax, but he got hired and I think it was a Florida Atlantic where he got hired right I think yeah I think you're right it's Florida it Atlantic crazy. or Florida International one or two yeah I think so, I think it was F, I think it was FIU and it's crazy to think about Jimbo Fisher helped them win a, a title with Jameis in what 2015 right right Crazy! Right. How the mighty right. have fallen. Good lord! So it's like now we got the flip flop going on, and yeah, the University of Miami is just man. Uh, for all the great players that have, that have worn that orange and, and green and white, like they are just really whew, stinking it up. It's like zoo dirt, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are zoo dirt. Yeah. Y'all know how zoo uh, dirt smells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. 
Now, now speaking speaking of two story programs, one that we've certainly uh, spent our fair share of uh, railing on in this fine program, and another that's been a perennial college football playoff team. JB, I got to tell you, I mean, yes, you know, my maize and blue season did not go as we wanted to. I mean, they're they're winning, you know, they're they're a good team, but they're not a great team. Uh, but Michigan got the draw of going to tide down there in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, they have this game at a, a seven-point line for for Bama, but Tua's out. There may be other, you know, kids from Bama oh, yeah. holding out for the draft. Holding out for the draft. Um, do 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 my Wolverines ha- have a shot against against Bama this year? What do you what do you think? I need I need I need I need an objective eye on this. You know what? I, I, I'm gonna say they do with their stipulations, right? True. They're gonna play really good ball. Yeah. They, yeah, and, that, and that's probably the, the overview of everything I'm about to say. They have to play their best fucking game. Because the shitty Alabama, you know what I'm saying, can be uh, 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 up the point at this point right now, up the part Michigan. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, if Alabama executes, which means they they go 60%, fuck it, they go 50% of third down. Uh, if they, you know, if they beat y'all in the first down category, uh, it ain't really got to be yards. If they do things to keep the fucking chains moving, y'all, y'all not going to beat them, right? Because defensively, they're just better than y'all, flat out. You know what I'm saying? They're just more talented. They're disciplined, which, of course, we both can agree with. Y'all can't stop the fucking run for shit because the guys, mainly y'all linebackers and y'all fucking strong safeties, very undisciplined. And gets out of their fucking run gaps, so yep. they they just got to be perfect. And if they're perfect, then they have a very good chance of winning against Alabama. Because I don't, I don't I don't believe in Alabama's quarterback at all right now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, this is Nick Saban, and this kid has been preparing for what is it? Bowl bowl practice has been going on for almost two weeks now. Uh, yes. So he's been preparing. So I mean, don't don't expect don't expect him to be what he's what we've seen him. Over the, the last three or four games, don't expect that. Yeah. Shit. He's going to be more disciplined. He's going to be more decisive with the ball. They're going to be running short routes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and I forgot the, uh, just not to mention the best fucking receiving core in the United States of America. So I mean, yeah, y'all got your hands full. Yeah, you got ha- y'all got your hands full. Uh, y'all quarterback don't turn the ball over, which you know that's a big if. Uh, mm-hmm. Kid, uh, but who, but who y'all playing right now? In terms, in terms of who who's starting a quarterback, yeah. Well, it, I mean it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be Shea Patterson. I mean, I doubt okay. that they're gonna be going to Dill McCaffrey because I mean at this point, Shea Patterson he's a graduate transfer. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he, yeah. he he honestly, you know, if he, if Shea Patterson is trying to get drafted, he he needs this for tape. I mean, he really needs because this is like this is as good of a matchup you can you can hope for, whether it be during the right. season in the playoff or in a right. you know a decently meaningful bowl game. I think the X factor, honestly, for Michigan is defensive coordinator Don Brown. Don Brown is—it's already been announced he's going to be brought back, but he caught a lot of fire from that for not having his guys disciplined, not not doing enough with his players as it relates to the scheme. And I think that he's feeling the heat and is hopefully going to show some new looks to kind of quell and confuse, you know, the under the under experience quarterback that's coming in obviously they got you know got some got some good athletes but like you said if they to me that's what it comes down to if if they if they can if they can if they can bring the if they can bring the game to the trenches and be disciplined i think they can keep it close and steal one if they can keep it close if it turns into a track meet or they're getting to be a big plays and obviously that that has potential to get ugly 
But to me, that's an X factor. What is Don Brown going to do? Like you said, these two weeks of preparation. What is he going to change knowing that he can st- he's starting to feel the flame under his chair? You know what I'm saying? Because right. right. that's right. really what it comes down to. I mean, you, you talk about you talk about you talk about you know four star kids. I just saw I just saw Michigan's uh, LOI list. You know they got 25. They got I mean they got 25 four star kids. I mean so they're get, right. they're getting top flight kids. So you you got to right. be able to. You gotta get that we it's a, it's a, it's a broken record on this damn podcast, but you gotta you gotta get the best out of your talent. Period. Gotcha. So gotcha. Gotcha. it's a it's a preparation, man. It's a chess match. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Now, finally, let let let's get into the shit that uh, that really counts. Because damn it, they're going for the strap. So starting tomorrow, we got the college football playoff semifinal first game. Uh, it's the uh, Jalen Hurts-led Oklahoma Sooners against uh, oh, Fighting Hurtses. Schlick Joe Burrow and the Go Tigers. Uh, and the line is 13 and a half for LSU there in the old uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, home of the Dirty Birds. Uh, the big Maybach. The big Maybach. Uh, what does Oklahoma... We, we kind of know what LSU can do, but what does Oklahoma have to do to, to try to stay in this thing? Go Tigers. They got to get stops on defense. Impossible. <laughs> so, so <laughs> impossible. So, like you know, it's like on like half bake. You know what I'm saying? I got to do a face ten percent of one million. Fucking impossible, man. So that's what they gotta do. They gotta get stops. They gotta get LSU off the football field. They gotta get the ball back to to OU, which don't really mean shit because honestly, if they stop Jalen Hurts, then the game is over. Like, period. If they stop Jalen Hurts from running the ball because that's what's been killing people now. The kid, um, what's his name? Um, he had to the, the, the receiver for OU. That's a weird last name. Kind of a, kind of comical his last name. Lamb, right? Old Lamb Chops. So if old Lamb Chops can get loose, but LSU got two of the best cover corners in the nation. I hate to say it's impossible, but it's impossible. Long and LSU's mindset is what fucks people. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody comes in like all brave, ready to fight. But LSU's mindset is whatever. Like that's that's what 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 Coach Oberon has got them boys thinking and feeling. That's how you have to be if you're going for a championship. Your mindset has to be whatever. LSU didn't give a fuck about being seated number one. They didn't care about that shit, to be honest. They could have been number four. It didn't fucking matter to them. All they wanted was a fucking seat at the table. That's it. Right. That's their mindset. And they going to eat. Right? They going to eat. Agree. That's what Coach Ogeron said. Hey, you know, keep focused. Next game. That's all he said. Next <laughs> game. He don't care about nothing that's going on or what has happened. Next game. Next game. Next game. That's just, that's what is going on. LSU by a bunch. It's probably going to be close early because of emotion. Right? Um, and another thing about Joe Burrow, he don't get proud of, he don't get excited about games, bro. He just don't. And it's like, he's just like, all right, fuck it. Again, and that's all shout to Coach O. Next game. Next game. We are preparing to play Ohio, uh, University of Oklahoma. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. It don't matter what, it don't matter if it's the first game we see, the last game we see, we're preparing to play Oklahoma. Period. Right. All right. right. And, we, and our objective is to beat Oklahoma. And that's that. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with, with that with that coaching mindset and a great job of his coaching staff, and then you got mature guys on that team. You got some key singers on that squad that have you know been through the storm and rain and are loving where they are. You got a big, physical, nasty, mean offensive line going against a yep, yep subpar you know uh, defensive line at OU. Like yeah, a recipe for disaster. So for OU to even have a chance, they got to get stopped. And yeah, I'm take, I'm taking LSU, and I, I think I think LSU ultimately wins the title this year. When you said all that, when you said it, it's a uh, it's next to impossible, I I had the, I had that moment in a uh, in a uh, water boy when uh, Bobby Boucher is talking to Coach Klein and he's trying to walk away, and he's like, I was just going to get a snow cone. I was like, yeah, that's a uh, yeah. Lincoln Riley's going to go need to get a snow cone. Lincoln Riley, JB, may actually may actually be on the first flight uh, to. Uh, uh, where, where's 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 the Cowboys facility? Arlington is that where they're at in Arlington? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he might they'll he might be he might be getting from the PJ to, the PJ right, Arlington. To, yeah, they'll fly to Jerry's private airport. You know what I'm saying? All right. On the G5 or the G6, you know what I'm saying? Whatever Jerry's in. or or uh or D D Force One. You know what I'm saying? He probably got one. You know right. what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You know Jerry, Jerry probably got a 757 tricked out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, horrors, cigars, and whiskey, baby. You know what I mean? Got it all. And don't, and don't, don't, don't forget all. the cocaine. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the cocaine. Uh, don't forget the coke, baby. It, keep, keep, it keeps Jerry young. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see about that. So I agree. I think I think I think it's going to be interesting in the first half. But I think just talent. I think talent is going to prevail on this one, and, and LSU is going to pull away and win. Um, now, probably the more interesting matchup. They had this line at two for Clemson. It's Clemson and Ohio State right there in the desert at the old Big Toaster in Glendale. Uh, listen, reviewers, we we we've made it we've made it abundantly clear about how we feel about the uh, the rats of Columbus. Uh, but without without any bias, I legitimately think Clemson is going to win this game because I think I think honestly, Dabo, Trevor Lawrence, and the the the, the team in general. This is this is a classic case of we've been here before. We we've been here recently, uh, but what, I mean, what do you, what do you think? What are, what are, what are, what are, what are J what are JB's keys to this one? I think that one. I think that I think that the kid feels for Ohio State is a dynamic athlete and he runs that offense very well, right? But I also think he's a bit of a pansy, right? And the reason why I did that voice is because of King Julian from fucking Madagascar in the first one. You know what I'm saying? When he talked about the New York Giants, he said. They are just a bunch of pansies. Yeah, so I honestly think that Fields is a pansy, right? And he, he's brave. He comes back after he gets hurt or whatever. And here's the thing. And I, I broke this down to my cousin. He folks, football for winning out here. He'll be out here. Shout out to Coach Derek Moore. Um, he'll be out here because he's got a couple kids that play for Ohio State that he's coached. But here's what I told him about Ohio State and their talent, Right? Ohio State beats the shit out of Big Ten teams because they get talent from down south. All right, that's that whole Urban Meyer tree and so on and so forth. So they're getting that speed from Florida, from Georgia, who the kids don't go to the Bulldogs and the Auburn, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what you get. And it's like a, a, a like a peach tree, right? So Ohio State has this beautiful peach tree in their backyard, right? Beautiful peach tree. All right, and it's putting out nice fruit, right? Every time you grab a peach, it's ripe, you know what I'm saying, juicy, you know what I'm saying, beautiful, all right? Well, Clemson got a fucking peach orchard in the backyard, right? <laughs> so they, they're going to harvest more fruit than you, all right? Reviewers, I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down. What I'm saying is this. For every fucking one five-star Ohio State guy, 
Clemson got three, four stars, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just it comes down to talent. And I try to argue with people all the time on Ohio State. It just really boils down to talent. Ohio State just don't have the talent that Clemson got. And I don't think that Ohio State's coach has his kids heart and trust like Devil Sweeney has his kids. I agree. And and Clemson's been getting disrespected all fucking year. You talking about a team that started out number one in the AP poll. Never lost a game, and the whole time they were losing games, winning games, they were just sliding down, sliding down, sliding down. Fifth, fourth, fourth, fifth, third, third, fifth, fourth. Disrespected. And Devil Sweeney is preaching it. He's preaching that to a team who's one defensive lineman-wise better than Ohio State, who's two offensive line-wise is better than Ohio, I mean, Ohio State. Quarterback-wise, I'll say what for what, but I think Trevor Lawrence is a more accurate quarterback than Fields. Mm-hmm. Fields being more athletic, right? And But Trevor Lawrence does some great things on the run, which is kind of where they're even off at. Because they both do great right. things on the run. I, you know, and, right. I, and I think Trevor Lawrence is the more accurate quarterback on the run. Uh, Clemson has his running back. What's his name? Who's been there for like six years, seven years maybe. Um, oh yeah, what the hell was his name? I forget his last name. It's a weird ass last name, right? Yeah. I think it's a, it might be a double last name. But yeah. This dude done been there forever. Mm-hmm. Probably the hardest running back. He's a Garrett Blunt of college football right now. He right. is just hard to bring down. And Ohio State don't have the backup power that Clemson has. Clemson can put a whole fucking other D line in. Right? That's what they can do. They can put a whole other D-line in. And they're just as big, just as fast, as strong, just as disciplined as the ones they just took out. Clemson's star receiver is like 6'8". Right? And the the starting quarter cornerback, you know what I'm saying, number one for Ohio State is like fucking six feet tall. I think they listen to 6'1", but I don't believe that. I think think he's 5'11", to be honest. So, that's going to be a problem. All right, I see some big-time pass interference calls going Clemson way for them to get the ball on first down, get it on their plus side, and just fucking beat the shit out of them down to the end zone. And then Ohio State getting the ball back and flicking it off. I hate to say it, but I see Fields getting hurt in the game late. And I don't think he's going to be able to return. Uh, he, he's fighting some injuries right now. They don't talk about it, but every game I watch, he gets hurt. Right. I just don't think that Ohio State has enough. Right. In the tank or... On, on the sideline to be able to hang with Yeah, and I mean, as cliche as it can sound, I mean, I think especially at this level, particularly that, you know, you're talking, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21 year olds, I think really this just comes to not only, I think to me it's it's a mix of talent and truly it, it is it is all preparation. I mean, even, you know, the team that's ultimately going to come in there the most ready to play is going to get it done. And I mean, I think that with Ohio State, they're they're fairly close in terms of talent, but at the end of the day, they they play in a conference that has a different style of play. The Big Ten is more built is more built off of the the trenches and kind of slowing the game down and a little bit more shorter, you know, certain dynamic plays. Whereas with the SEC and somewhat with the ACC, it's more built off of speed, like you said. Because even even every year, like a team will slide in, like Oklahoma or Oregon, and it's like it becomes very clear that their their style of play, as it relates to the players that they have and their schemes, just don't match up well with some of these other schools. Um, right. But Ohio would, State going against to be, you know, hmm? to be real, to not to cut you off, bro, but I would have loved to see Oregon play LSU over OU. 
Yeah, I mean that it, it would certainly be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Reason being because of that big, big mean, nasty old line of Oregon guy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's true. That's true. And the speed, the speed at every fucking position. You know what I'm saying? Every receiver position and running back position. And then it would have just been a better matchup, speed wise and talent wise. But you know, that's, that's how I go. Oregon lost the game. You know what I'm saying during the season and how that got Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, like I said, I think the, the, the to me the biggest X factor isn't so much the talent. It's what Dabo has already established with Clemson's program because they they know that they're going to be there, and like you said, they know that they've been kind of getting the getting the cold shoulder all year, not really being talked about, even though they have a lot of that same team intact, and they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be ready to go, and I think that they, yeah, I mean I think I think they're gonna beat Ohio State, and I mean it could it has the potential to get ugly late, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and but hey, we'll, we'll see. I know I know we'll both be watching. Uh, so sure. that's that with some college but football hey, shit. Hey 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 hey! Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! It is week seventeen coming up of the NFL, and uh, wouldn't you know it? It could be the most critical week in Savage oh. Picks history. Oh. Uh, we're going to get into that right after this special advertisement announcement. Yes. You are listening to the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast, and we'll be yes. right back, bitches. Yeah. Reviewers, this episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast is brought to you by our fine sponsors, starting with Brave New Urban. Brave New Urban is the design studio with the entrepreneur in mind. Visit BraveNewUrban.com to learn about their web design and logo design services, or just simply look at the great work they lace us with on our new logo and branding. That's right. Go to BraveNewUrban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW and get 30% off your first project. Go to BraveNewUrban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW to get 30% off your first project. And of course, we are brought to you by Pacific Home Buyers. Have you inherited a home or property? Are you going through pre-foreclosure? Pacific Home Buyers helps homeowners in all 50 states get cash. That's right, cash for their homes. And their deals close within 7 to 14 business days. Visit packhomebuyers.com. That's P-A-C-homebuyers.com. Or call 323-963-3417. That's 323-963-3417 for more information on how they can help you get cash for your home today. Woo! Let's go. Bam! And a five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, reviewers, we're back. Ooh, yeah, buddy. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like young, like young MA. Ooh, week seventeen. Uh, week seven. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Shout out, to, yeah. shout out to Young M.A. You scare me. All right, <laughs> just being real. Yeah, man. Just being real, Young M.A. You scare me. Yeah, man. It's funny, that, especially now, especially nowadays. Oh, by the way, uh, I know, I know, I'm late, but I technically, I guess, I'm right on time. Uh, I heard the, I heard the remix uh, to. Uh, you told me about this. I don't think you mentioned it on the show. You told me about this probably like a month ago because you, you are the Twitter king. Uh, you told me that your man. Uh, Ot Genesis was doing his uh, Keisha Cole remix, and then I heard mm. I heard he did the uh, he he did he did he did the uh, he did the uh, he did the he did the L A Truce uh, Crip Blood remix with Game apparently, and I heard I heard him I heard him belting that shit out 
acapella and one of those tiny ass whoa, uh, whoa, L.A. clubs whoa, and shit. Whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He did the what with game? Yeah, apparently, 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 he's doing the uh, the truce, the L.A. truce remix with game. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. I didn't real I didn't realize it, it, I didn't realize he he was doing it off of that song that one Keisha Cole song like this guy's a fucking yeah, fool. Love. Yeah. Yes. This guy's a yes. whole this guy's a whole yes. fool. And then then they got another little group that was on Snoop Page. I saw it before Snoop Page though. But they re, they covered the song Love by Music Soul Child and the song was called Cuz. Uh. <laughs> And he's singing just like your man OT. He's singing. He hard up singing. Hard up singing. Like, cuz. <laughs> he hard up singing, cuz. Uh, like, you know, you gotta love. You gotta love the music game. You gotta love it, man. Yeah, man. Music, music is a. Uh... Music is a uh, it's in a, it's in an interesting place. I wonder. I just I wonder what's gonna happen because you know, man, you be, you you be, you've been around long enough. I've been around long enough. Where you know, shit. Young younger reviewers, you don't appreciate this shit. But every five years or so, shit shifts dramatically. So all all yeah. the all the lingo that you hear now, all the all the flow yeah. styles, all the all the tempos and in the in the in the well, drums. No, won't nobody be dripping. Won't nobody be dripping no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you be like swag out the window. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I it remember that shit. Because it, 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 was, it was swag. It was sauce. Yep. And it was drip. You know what I'm saying? I see it be out the window. Yep. Well, you know it. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be the next thing. Uh, shit comes and goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what, man. You, you, you were saying it. Uh, you were saying it in our patented production meeting. Uh, this whole goddamn NFL season has been coming and going like a fucking corner Whoa. store. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Like porn stars, uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. coming and going like porn stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I teased this before the break, uh, reviewers, and uh, we're gonna get into it now. Uh, after 16 weeks of Savage Picks NFL 2019 season, the current records are with a drum roll, please. The Great Blue Dini is at 124, 95, and 1. But, oh, the Dr. Jeremy Bridges is on his heels, 123, 96, and 1. It has never been this tight. All season. Ooh, wow. this is a critical wow. week. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Let's get into a quick recap of what happened in uh, 16. We both picked the uh, Texans correctly. Uh, J- Jameis Winston is uh, is uh, throwing is on pace to throw 30 touchdowns <sighs> and 30 interceptions, and apparently he wants 30 million in extension. So that means the Bucks have to pay right, a million exactly. a million dollars for each pick. Uh, how does that work? A million a pick. Uh, I mean, that is whatever. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I've, shit. Seen, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen dumber shit happen. True. We'll see. We'll True. see. Yeah. So the Texans got it done. Uh, we both picked the Bears to get it done against the Bills. Hard, hard, hard fought game, but the, the pass got done there at, in the old uh, shaving cream. Uh, uh, the Niners put the Rams out of their misery, uh, winning by a field goal. In the big bell bottom, the Rams are done. 
They are done. Well, I mean, they're not done, but technically, they you know they're uh, they're, they're playing for the paycheck now. Uh, the dirty yeah, done after this week. Yep. The dirt. The dirty birds beat the Jags at home, and they they have uh, they have uh, retained. Shout out to David Quinn. That's yeah. right. Dan Quinn David and and Dimitrov are Dan both going to be yeah. there. They promoted uh, Raheem Morris to defensive uh, coordinator. They've been playing. They've been five and two since that whole slump when everyone was putting Dan Quinn's head in the guillotine. So we'll see right, if, right. If, how they're going to carry that into the next season. Uh, Ravens mashed out the Browns. Uh, the Saints mm-hmm. beat the Titan up Titans there on the road. I pick correctly with the Colts bouncing back and mashing out JB's former employer, the Black Cats. Uh, oh, the two bummiest teams of them all, the Bungles and the Finns, went to OT and uh, shot to OT Genesis, and the Finns got it OT. done at home. Uh, the Jets playing some sneakily inspired ball. They beat the Steelers, who are having sneakily. some quarterback troubles. Sneakily. Uh, yeah. Word sneakily. of the day. We, uh, word of the day. The G-Men beat the Deadskins in overtime. Danny Dimes got five touchdowns in that one. Five of yeah, my kitties banged up, went to mile high, lost by 10 to the Broncos. The Raiders played a second home game down there in Carson, and they beat the Chargers. They are still mathematically, Lord knows it's all these fucking equations and uh, theorems and all Bitty. these shit. Bitty. You know what Listen, I mean? 10 things, 10 things, starting yesterday, I mean last weekend, 10 things had to happen for the Raiders to get into the fucking playoffs. And five of them happened. Oddly enough, they week. can all happen. It's not even that. It's not even that complicated and, and, when you and, look at and it. And this weekend, yeah, right. And this weekend, five more things can happen. And the Raiders can fucking sneak into the playoffs. Like, boy, you talking about Raider Nation going crazy? The crime rate will go up thirty five percent. That's a, that's 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 a stat from your local government. Uh, the Raiders. It's gonna be some looting. It's gonna be some looting and pillaging going on. Trust right, me. There you go. Yeah, true. The true Raider way. Uh, the E A G L E S Eagles. Ooh, we beat the Cowboys. I foolishly uh, beat uh, or picked the uh, Cowboys rather in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I don't feel uh, I don't feel uh, too bad because I got my Pacific Home Buyers bet the house bet of the week on the Ravens correctly. Uh, oh, JB, we got to spend a moment with this. Uh, the cards go up to the old coffee cup and they get it done by a couple mm-hmm. scores. Kenyon Drake. Uh, two touchdowns. Is, is Kyler, what's the deal with Kyler? I understand they got hurt uh, with a hamstring injury, correct? You know, this is what happened with speed, right? I said it, uh, guys, uh, if you don't follow me on, on Twitter, it's uh, you know me, B-I-G. All right, it's you, another you, K-N-O-M-E-B-I-G. All, right, all one word, you know me, B-I-G. All right, I do during football games, especially in the NFL, what's called football talk. All right, and I spoke about Hundley coming in because Kyler Murray got hurt. Kyler Murray had a little hamstring twing, twinge, yank, you will. But that's 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 the price of speed. All right, that happens in speed. Sorry, it don't matter how good you're stretched out. Sometimes it's a little chilly. You sit for too long, and bam, you try to burst. Next thing you know, you got a little a little little twinky twitch, a twinge. Uh, yeah, a little twingy. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, Kyler Murray is coming to his own. He is one of the top-rated quarterbacks uh, as far as like uh, QBR and for, of rookies and hell of quarterbacks. Period. The kid is playing good ball, very efficient football, and he's doing what I've been preaching for the last five weeks for him to run more, right, and to get down and, and to get up in the next play, right. You have to be able to do these things. There's nothing wrong with using your God-given ability. To get these first downs, to keep the chains moving. All it's going to do is open up things down the field. It's going to open up the run game. 
We saw Mr. King and Drake had follow that motherfuckers. Um, hell of a game for that fella. And shout out to Steve Kime. Probably the greatest trade you've ever made as a GM of the Cardinals. Shout out to you, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's not an easy job. And uh, so, yeah. And then our defensive line just fucking kicked the offensive line of the Seahawks' ass. Yo. Chandler Jones had three and I want to say he had three and a half. Away from the record. Yep. Right? Yep. Crazy. Yep. So you can bet your sweet ass that that record. What, what, what is he at? He's chasing straight hands, right? Yeah, three and a, he's three and a half. 21 yeah. and a half. Yep, three and a half away and from half. the regular season sack record. Yep, that's right. Right, right. So, huh, you're going to see a whole lot of dust. I'm sorry, Chandler Jones. They got to move you around a little bit, do some gaming. Hey, shout out to Vance Joseph for waking the fuck up. Right, <laughs> right no shit. Wow. Waking the fuck up, right? And sometimes you just got to swallow your pride and say, you know what? The shit I'm trying to do ain't working. Yep. God damn it. I'm going to do some different shit based on my personnel, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. shout out to the birds, you know what I'm saying? I'm patting my bird, everybody that follows us and watches our YouTube, I'm rubbing my bird right now. Uh, Benny's watching, it's kind of weird. So... <laughs> it's like <laughs> live, it's like live lakes for it's football. Up. Look, so with all that being said, Benny, week 16 is over. Here's week 17. Now, this ain't your average week 17, Benny. Mm-hmm. That's right. Playoff implications still going on in week 17. And that is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. All right. By this time, usually we know who's going to make it, who ain't did shit, who's going to do Some cats going to sit down. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a lot, a lot of cats sitting down this week. Let's get into it, man. Yeah, let's find out right now. Without further ado, it is the final week of regular season Savage Picks. Cue that music. Let's go right now, not only do we have to look at injuries, but we have to almost kind of make a speculation, which we don't always like to speculation. do on, on this show, that's for sure, about All who's right. actually not going right. to play for some of these teams that are mm. already locked up in the playoffs. All right? Uh, real quick, I feel like just to, just to be fair uh, to the both of us, let's just take a look and see who's already locked in in the playoffs, shall we? Let's, let's do it. Let's right do it. Now. So obviously in the AFC, you got the Patriots right now. They are in there. They believe are the one seed, the two seed, or the, the the Ravens. Ravens are the one seed. All right, Ravens are the one seed. All right, all right. Followed by the Pats. Kansas City. Kansas City number three. Texans in there number four, and Buffalo is confirmed. So the only spot right now currently is being held by the Titans, but the Steelers and the Raiders still have a, a shot at it. Whereas you look at the National Football Conference. You got the Niners, number one seed, but that could change after this week. Uh, the Packers, number two currently. Uh, Saints, three. Uh, Philly, four, but they could still trick it off to the Cowboys, oddly enough. Uh, right, and then right, the right, Seahawks. Right. The Seahawks are currently number five. And the Vikings, despite taking the L at home to the Pack, are locked in at least for uh, number six in the wild card. So mm. there you go. Those, those are your 12 teams as of now. So right off the bat... Uh, first game we're looking at it's the J-E-T-S Jets 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 uh, going to the Mafia the Bills the Jets at the Bills Mafia. the line is ooh lord of mercy for Vegas this is a, a point line for the Bills at home and then checking out the injuries nothing reported yet for the Jets that I can see and then for the Bills hmm. you got Andre Roberts who's a great uh, returner he used to actually play for the Kitties uh, he's out Shaq yep, Lawson yep, yep. is out and then they have play for uh, us too, bro. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Shaq that's where it started. That's where you got to start at. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So Shaq Lawson out. Jets at Bills. 
What you, what you thinking, sir? Uh, mafia. You know what I'm saying? The mafia is not the type of team um, to lay down. Right? We're not going to uh, sacrifice a game. That's just the MO. Sean McDermott being their head coach. Uh, Brandon Bean being their GM. Two scrappy, short fellows. All right, you think that doesn't matter? You're sad and mistaken. It does. All right, I just talked. I talked to Brandon B. Uh, shout out to my guy. I spoke with him uh, the other day because I'm trying to get a job. Oh, with the Bills. Oh, really? Right, he's the GM. He, oh. He's the GM out there. And Dan Morgan. Dan Morgan is the head executive out there, who's the player, head of player personnel. Um, so he's the head of the scouting department for college and NFL. Okay. And I know Dan Morgan. He's one of my OGs of Carolina. So try to get There's a, a job relationship out there. there. With okay. Him as well as, at, that's right. right. As well as trying to get a job out here in the desert in this scouting department as well. So, with that being said, I got to roll with the Mafia. They're at home. Mm, it's going to be tough sledding for the Jets, no matter who's playing for the Mafia. Uh, I got the Bills, man. Uh, yes, I am taking the Bills as well. I think the Jets, despite playing some slightly better ball, are smelling their own piss a little bit after uh, the, Le'Ve- the Le'Veon Bell revenge game against mm-hmm. the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You know... Are, are are the Jets are the Jets dynamic enough? Listen, you I mean to, to beat the to beat the Bills, I think you really have to be a truly good team. You gotta be the Ravens, the, the Niners, even the Pats of the world, or even the Chiefs, I would say, coming back now, getting getting healthy. Uh the the Jets just simply are dy- aren't dynamic enough and going up to the mafia, they're gonna death this is this is gonna be a playoff type atmosphere for them. And uh yeah, man, I'm t- I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the Bills as well to get a to get a, a good a good momentum win going into the playoffs all right it's the battle of ohio it's our first do we really got to pick this game of the week but yes we are picking it it's the dog pound uh the browns at the bungles and the line is two and a half uh for for the for the uh for the browns (laughs) i love you sound like you sound like like a chopped and screwed dog right now uh you know what i mean uh, a, do- a dog, a dog, a dog has just been drinking promethazine out of its bowl. You know what I'm saying? Which is basically how oh, the brown season watts. Right. That's right. You're exactly right. <laughs> They've been sipping on lean and smoking that weedy weed. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Browns at Bungles. I'm not doing the injuries on this. What, what you think? Uh, I got, I got the Browns just because of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, they got something. You know, seven and nine sounds a whole lot better than fucking six and ten. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's just pride. I think it's pride, and and honestly, man, I think this this kind of saves Freddie Kitchens' job. That was gonna be. I was like, that's the only thing I'm interested in. Is this? this, Are these? Are these guys foolish enough to 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 keep him around based on this? See, no matter no matter what Dan Olowski says, um, he's like, no, Freddie Mitchell hasn't shown. Anything of a coach that's going to be able to. By the way, the fuck you, Dan Orlovsky. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Orlovsky. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. So I'm, I'm going to roll with the Browns, <laughs> and I do think they retain Freddie Mitchell. I mean, Freddie Mitchell. Freddie <laughs> Kitchens is the head coach. I think they give him another chance, like you know, what I'm saying to, to 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 fucking mold this fucking thick ass ball, ball of clay. There's a lot. A lot of personality. Yeah, that's a thick yeah. ball of clay, thicker than most coaches have to deal with, especially newer coaches. Yeah, yeah. No, ultimately, ultimately, I agree. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they do a usual Browns move and fire him after one year. I do think there's going to be there's going to be some shakeups in terms of maybe not necessarily firing a bunch of cats, coordinators, position coaches, but certainly how things get done. Uh, Baker, this is what I'm gonna say. Baker Mayfield, this is this is the most important off season of your life, son. Remember that. Oh, yeah, this is yeah, the yeah, most yeah. important offseason. What don't you go, do this offseason. Hey, don't go Johnny Manziel, bro. Like, stay yeah, out of Hollywood. 
Exactly. Uh, like, don't don't snort so much cocaine. I think I think Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I think Baker Mayfield is um more grounded than Johnny Manziel. Oh, I agree. Everybody's yeah. like Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield doesn't shoot up Johnny Manziel. No, he's a cocky son of a bitch, right? And I don't want to call him a son of a bitch. I don't want to call him like that, but. <laughs> He's a cocky motherfucker. I can I can Samuel Jackson. He's a cocky motherfucker, mm-hmm. and but I think that his he wants to fucking win. Yeah, right? he wants to be good enough to be compared to the elite in the NFL. He wants to be that because he's had nothing but success pretty much his whole fucking career. Now, mind you, he had some some hard times, but every time he got to those hard times, he pushed through it, and he's that type of guy. I got that eternal chip on my shoulder type dude. I think he'll be okay, man. I think Freddie needs to bring in another quarterback coach. I agree. Yeah. And maybe another offense coordinator. Um, somebody who's going to do a whole lot more with their talent they got. So, yeah. Browns get the W, man. Over the fucking bunkers. Yeah, I agree. And a, lot, a lot of things to think about when they're, when they're going they're going fishing uh, this offseason. All right, moving right along. Let's go fishing. Yeah. yeah, moving right along. Uh, it's the boom, 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 go, Pat, go, visiting the kitties there in the mo. <laughs> Uh, the line is 12 and a half for the Packers on the road. All right, injury report. It's it's basically the entire Lions franchise, but most notably, Sean Robinson, Rick Wagner, Devin Kennard, Steve Longa, Tavon Wilson, and Matt Prater, who's apparently got the sniffles or some shit. Uh, fucking Stafford's on the IR. Carryon Johnson's on the IR. Um, Marvin Jones is on the IR. Uh, nothing listed for the Packers, but they are in the playoffs, so are we going to see... Uh, I mean... In your heart of hearts, do you think do you think the Packers need to keep their guys in there to get the right momentum rolling in the playoffs? Are they going to rest anybody? You think? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I think Aaron Rodgers understands that he's not the same quarterback he's been the last two three years, right? That he's kind of declining and that he, he needs to continue to play. All right. Hold on a second. <coughs> <coughs> All right, so, yes, sir, yes, sir. So with that being said, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to go until he gets out of hand. And then they're going to finish the game off. But that's going to be late in the game. Right? That's going to be late in the game because there's going to be some jankification going on. They are playing at Ford Field. Yep. All right. One of the jankiest places in the NFL. No matter what time you play there. Um, so, yeah. Now, the Packers get the win, but they got to be uh, very careful. Uh, a lot of things. I think everybody plays. I think the Smith brothers play. I think uh, Devontae Adams plays. I think uh, Mr. Kidd and my running back. Aaron Jones. Yep. Awesome. Aaron Jones. I think AJ plays. I think everybody gets it in, you know what I'm saying? And then they just very cautiously cruise to their 13th win. And yeah. that'd be that. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, course picking the lines. I mean, there could be some unforeseen jackification. There could be, uh, you know, player, players being players being taken out. And listen, they may, you know, they even actually be playing some decently inspired ball with some, uh, you know, backups to the backups coming in. So who knows, man? They, they they may be able to trip trip and fall and do a victory and, and and try to leave on a high note, but we shall see. All right, going to the AFC West. Uh, it's the Carson Bakersfield, San Diego, San Antonio, uh, outskirts of Los Angeles Superchargers against the heating up Chiefs Kingdom. The line is nine for the Chiefs there in the old thirty nine degree weather there at Arrowhead. Chargers at Chiefs. No injuries listed as of now. <laughs> he just holding so, it. So reviewers, he so, just holding so, it. So reviewers, 
So reviewers, they'll say, uh, me and Benny are Zooming right now so we can see each other like how you guys that follow us on YouTube, y'all, y'all know we use the, the app Zoom to, to shoot the podcast. Keep your sponsor shot. So you guys can see it to give you, give you the visible. So, Benny just asked me about this game and I just kind of looked at him. I, I was, by the way, I was, I was looking at my web browser only to pull you back up and say, oh, he's just staring at the camera. <laughs> so, there it is. I was like, did he, did, like, did he freeze? Yeah. Yeah, but... Shout out to Mike Gunnell. Shout out to Mike Gunnell. Uh, Chiefs Nation. Uh, shout out to my brother Quincy. Chiefs Nation. Uh, yeah. Come on, man. Like, yeah, man. Chiefs Nation gets it done. Uh, they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna run it up. They're gonna run it up like a motherfucking strip club bill. Run it up. Run it up. And, uh, run it up. Run it. Up. Yeah, exactly. Word to J Cole. And uh, yeah, Chief, Chiefs get it done. Rolling hot into the playoffs. Hot. All right, it is a NFC North matchup. It's the Bears against the the Bears at the uh, Vikings. Uh, the line is three, really three for the uh, for the Bears on the road. Uh, Dalvin Cook is not playing in this one. Uh, let's see what else we got here for injuries. What are they talking about? All right, so Taylor Gabriel, Akeem Nix, uh, Eddie Goldman are out. Bobby Massey. Banged up, uh, Rashad Coward doubtful, and then Prince Mukamara questionable. And then for the Vikings, Dalvin Cook, Eric Kendricks are out, uh, and they got a couple more cats banged up as well. Uh, do the do the Bears end their season on a high note, or did the Vikings lick their wounds and bounce back from a last week's tricking it off? Skull, uh, and I ain't talking about the fucking <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Vikings get the job done. No need to talk about it. It's just needs to get done. Yeah, I agree. Vikings get it done. They they need they need to get a uh, a solid win uh, going into the playoffs, and uh, I believe they will they will get it done against the Bears team. It doesn't really have a lot for them uh, on offense. Um, so moving right along. Oh, it's the old janky ass fins at the pads, dude. The line is sixteen. <laughs> the line is sixteen and a half for the pads. <laughs> At home, God, it's so ridiculous when you say it. Yeah, dude, uh, yes. it's horrible, right? It's so horrible. Yeah. Now the Pats. Here's the thing, though. With the Pats, though, they're they're very banged up. Yeah, Edelman banged up. Marcus Cannon, Jamie Collins, Jawan Bentley, Calhoun, McCordy, Jonathan Jones, Terrence Brooks. Uh, you know, the line is 16. I do, I think the Pats still win, holding holding guys out. I mean, are we even talking about a possible Brady sitting down on this one? What do you think? Probably late in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the Pats in the situation where if they win this game, they get home for the advantage, right? I believe so. Yeah, because going going back right. to the standings here, so, they are currently they are currently the two seed, and they are confirmed right. for they clinched their division, so they're they're the two seed as right. of now. Right, right, right. So I think they're still playing for something, and I don't, I don't, you know, I don't see Belichick doing that. I just don't. Maybe later in the game, but he has to be sure that this game is won. All right. Uh, if the Pats get home field advantage in the, in the first round bye, I believe that they take this game as a tune-up game because they're only going to practice next week and not play. And then they come back into a real game situation. So uh, I think Bill Belichick wants that week of practice. Um, no no game to get guys healthy, uh, to, 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 to really see who they're playing and be able to just fucking go through their opponent you know, at a, at a, at a fucking dissect pace and really right. take them apart so they can but they need every advantage they can get at this point yeah they really do yeah w- without without a lot of dynamic playmakers on offense and you know being kind of shaky in the health department 
I do think they need that bye because if they lose and the Chiefs win, there's a possibility there they drop to the three seed and then they lose it. Right, right, so right. Uh, I do think they will they will mash out the uh, the Finns. Um, who are gonna play? Who are gonna play tough to be out. sure? You know what I'm saying? But we're both taking the Pats in this one. All right, it's an NFC South matchup. It's the Dirty Birds flying oh. to the old pirate ship. Uh, the Falcons at the Bucks. The line is a point for Tampa Bay at home. And old Jankified Jameis. Oh my God! I feel like J- Jameis is throwing Jankified on JB. That shit. Jameis. That shit is like a gat. That shit is like a Gatling gun. That's gonna take out your enemy, but it's also gonna take out women, children, and dogs and cats. You know what I'm saying? Look. He's he's killing everything. Look, look, <laughs> look. bullet, bullet, hey, bullets ain't truly ain't got no goddamn name. When you talk about Jameis Winston's fucking throws as the Gatlin gun he is. Um, fuck that. I'm taking the, the fucking Dirty Birds, bro. Yeah. Like, seriously. I think Julio is on fire. I think that the, that the Falcons are going to play inspired football because they're happy they got their coach back. Dan Quinn, you better thank your lucky stars. Cause you're gonna ask me about it. I believe I said that last time in tradition. Didn't I say something about Dan Quinn not getting fired? Probably should, but not going to get fired. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, th- I think the Dirty Birds are going to get it over the Falcons, you know what I'm saying, even though they're Raymond James. That could be what said. It's going to be 79 and sunny. It's going to yeah. be a beautiful day down there. It's yeah. Seven yeah, my uh, my my betting advice to reviewers on this bet that bet the over the over is 40, 47 and a half points. Bet the over because this shit's going to be a shootout. But Jameis is going to trick it mm-hmm. off late, and the Dirty Birds right. are going to get it done there in the pirate ship. We're both taking the Falcons. Mm-hmm. All right, that old gumbo baby is heading down to JB's former employer, the Cat Scratch Fever Black Cats. We're trying, who trying, who trying to end, trying to end <laughs> a uh, a slump to end the season. Uh, they're currently five yeah. and ten. The line is thirteen yeah. and a half for the Saints. Uh, this one again, another 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 possible uh, sit-out game. Uh, yeah, ch- yeah, yeah, yeah. The, check the AccuWeather on that one. Uh, what do we got? AccuWeather six six degrees and rainy. Some rain. In the, city of Charlotte. the beautiful, the beautiful city of Charlotte. Shout out to my baby, Queen City. Here we go. Shout out to my baby. She know she know who she is. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I gotta take the Saints, man. Uh, you sit down, um, Drew Brees and Teddy Bridgewater comes in. Ooh. <laughs> like, okay, so. Oh, no. Uh, right. Oh, my God. We're done. <laughs> so, yeah, the Panthers are in disarray. They got to go back to the drawing board. Um, uh, Mike McCarthy audition or interview for the job this week. So, we'll see how that goes. I think he'll be a great fit for the Panthers. That really you know, he's, a, he's a drill sergeant. That's kind of what they need. Mm-hmm. Ron was the same way, but they, you know, they wanted that change of scenery, so now they got it. They need another guy who's comparable, so that they can keep the guys in line. They got some wild boys, not in a bad way, but they got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. They got the best linebacker in football, by Lou Kiki, and one of the best at this point. He yep. he's been the best for a long time. Yeah, one of the best at this point. But yeah, the Saints get the job. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, eat, I mean, shit. Even even with their backups, you know, t- Teddy Teddy could be Teddy could certainly be, uh, you know, shit. If if the, if the tables were turned and they were down Cam and Ted and Teddy was on the roster for the Panthers, he would be the starter for the Panthers. So it's like Teddy right. Teddy can start right. other places. So even if they do sit Breeze, you know, again, it might be one of those situations like you said where I mean, shit. Let's look at the playoff picture again. So with the NFC, yeah. So shit. I mean. And this, the Saints, you want similar position to the Pats, JB. They're trying to play for that bye because the Packers are, are, are hanging on to that shit for dear life. So if, if the Packers trick one off to my kitties, they're going to fuck around and lose home field. 
to the Saints. So the Saints have something to play for in home field. So I, I believe everybody got does. something to play for, man. And that's the beautiful part about Week 17 right now. Everybody yep. got something to play for. So yeah. many possibilities. You know what I mean? Uh, speaking of a team that Word. has uh, zero possibilities because they're garbage, it's the Deadskins going into the ooh How about them cowgirls? I mean, them cowboys licking their wounds <laughs> after losing to the Eagles. Uh, the line is 11 for the Cowboys at home trying to win the division and get in the playoffs. Are they going to do it or trick it off in this game? Uh, shout out to Dwayne uh, Haskins. Typical Ohio quarterback got yanked out of the game. What's your man back then? What's his name? Uh, Who's that, Colt? Who, who, who they got there yeah. at this point? Colt McCoy? No, no. No, no, not Cole McCoy. Uh, he was the starter there. Uh, Keenan, what was his name? Keenan, Keenan, Keenan. His last name Keenan. Oh, Case Keenum. Yeah, duh. Case Keenum. Yeah, yeah. Case Keenum. Yeah. So yeah, Keenum had to get put back in the game because Haskins, quote unquote, got hurt. <laughs> All right, so um, selfies. The Cowboys, the Cowboys get the win, right? Uh, <laughs> and I'll leave it at that for now. Right. Yeah, I agree. The Cowboys get the win. And still miss the playoffs. Ah, that's right. And then you finally let Jason Garrett go. Uh, unless you don't, which I wouldn't be surprised. Because, hey, the Cowboys are going to Cowboy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so we're, bo- we're both taking the Cowboys. All right, we talked about this here a minute ago with all the different playoff implications and scenarios and equations and formulas and all that shit. Oh, my God. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The hanging on to life yeah. breathing machine Raiders. Again, that's not that's not that's not like you you were pulling a heavy chair across a wood floor. Uh, it's the Raiders. They're back to life. It's the Raiders at yeah. the Broncos. The line is three and a half for the Broncos. At home, Ooh. and the injuries. What are we looking at for the injuries? Uh, where the hell is it? There it is. Uh, Josh Jacobs oh. has a shoulder infection, and Richie Incognito's banged up, and Jawan and Jawan James staff infection. Jawan James and Elijah Wilkinson and Ron Leary all on the offensive line banged up for the Broncos. Can the Raiders win and get all the other things to happen to get their asses in the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. I think John Gruden is going to inspire those guys to win and say, don't worry about what's going to happen outside of here. We got to handle what we need to handle first. Old coaching cliche speech when this situation comes around. We can't worry about what's going on out there. We got to worry about what's going on here. We got to handle what we got to handle for any of this to happen. They're going to get the win. Inspire football played by her. He needs a cough drop after that one. <laughs> I'm taking the Raiders as well, man. I mean, Locke has been playing decent ball. But they're they're not con- they're not consistent enough. There's going to be a lot of Raiders fans there in the, in the Mile High. Um, yes. They yes. they are trying to do whatever they can to extend extend their season, even if it's only but one but only for one week. And I'm taking the the Raiders as well. All right, uh, it's the Bird Gang trying to end their their long but productive season on a high note. Oh man, uh, the BG is going to 
Uh, the City of Angels, uh, Los Angeles, facing the Rams, who are now out of it. There is no line on this game the as of yet. The goddamn Rams. And uh, injuries, nothing has been announced. Uh, looks like uh, Kyler Murray will be a game-time uh, decision. Uh, did the Rams bounce back from tricking it off last week, or how do the cards uh, get it done? <laughs> With Chandler breaking the record, we're calling it now. Uh, Chandler Jones is going to be inspired to play some fucking crazy football, alright? Uh, he's going to get some chips, and he's going to get some double teams, but he's going to be all over the field, I think. Vance Joseph is going to do a good job. They are aware that he's about to break a record, and they need that recognition out here in the desert. Uh, Kyler Murray, game time decision. I think Brett, Hedley, Brett Hundley is totally capable of taking care of the offense. After last week, saw what I see, uh, seeing what I saw when uh, K1 went out. The Rams are bombed and depleted at this point, and their defense, their offensive line can't handle our defensive line. There's a problem. I don't think Todd Gurley is going to be very effective. I think he's going to get a hit early. He's going to take himself out of the game. It's the last game of the season. Um, there's nothing to play for. I don't think Todd Gurley is that type of guy. I think he's a funny guy. You know what I'm saying? He's a little banged up. And you got to take care of your body, period. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think the, the Cardinals get the W by the skin of our teeth. It's going to be a, a, it's going to be a battle royale out there in, 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 in the Coliseum. And what a fitting place. Right. Right. And in 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 the words in the words of uh your man uh Russell Crowe, are you not entertained, damn it? Uh yes. the cards are a different team. This is not why you are here. <laughs> One of the greatest intros ever of a hip hop record, I must say. On a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Greatest shit ever. Uh cards are a different team than when the Rams played them last. Uh Vance has woken up as you said he got the smelling salt so he's showing some different he looks. Woke, he woke. Uh you know the Rams O-line has been struggling that that's kind of somewhat contributed to, to Todd Gurley's struggles and protecting Goffy Goff. Uh I do think the uh, cards are going to win in an exciting game because I think the Rams are going to come out to play. Um, but the cards are going to be there as well and I think at at this particular juncture I think the cards are right there with the Rams in terms of what they're able to do when they're playing at at, at the highest level of what they're at as a team this season. But nonetheless, I think that they, they're going to go in the Coliseum and get it done in a good one, a very watchable game. All right, uh, going to the NFC East. It's the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles visiting the G-Men. The line is four for the Eagles who need to win to keep control of the division. Uh, it's the Eagles at the ah. G-Men. Let's take a look here at the injuries, if there are any to be reported. Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz are out. Lane Johnson and Jalen Mills are questionable. And then for the G-Men, Rhett Ellison, Scott Simonson, uh, Mike Remmers are out. Uh, all three with concussions. Goddamn. Alec Ogletree, Sam Beal, and Corey Ballantyne are questionable. Uh, I think I think Danny Dimes plays in this game. Or maybe, shit, did they put a... I'm reading some uh, intel on this. Uh, Jordan Howard is also going to be playing again uh, for the Eagles, JB. Uh, Miles Sanders is playing pretty good ball. Dallas Goddard's making some catches. I wonder if they put, I wonder if they say fuck it and they put Eli in this game. But nonetheless, Eagles at G-Men. What do you think? Uh, six letters. E-A-G-L-E-N-T. Eagles. Yes, indeed. They get the W. Shaquan Barkley's going to get here some kind of way. This beautiful thing. I love watching the kid play ball. But um, I think the Eagles just proved way too much. They're just, they, it's so much more to play for. And they're hungry. And they can smell blood in the water. And all those cliches. The Eagles get the job done. 
I agree. They're they're fighting to to. Apparently, nobody wanted this this division that, that bad this year. Even though the Eagles are very very banged up, they are starting to get to get healthy somewhat. And I believe they get it done against Word. the G Men. I believe it so much. I I am making this my Pacific Home Buyers bet the house pick of the week. Uh, the Eagles get it done there in East Rutherford. All right, it's our it's our second. Uh, do I really got to pick this game of the week? It's Chad Cars Colts against the Mississippi Mustache and the Jags down there in Duval. Uh, the line is four Ooh. and a half for the Colts uh, on the road. I'm not doing injuries on this. Col- Colts at Jags. What do you think? Oh, uh, uh, Accurate weather says it's going to be 77 and storming, right in Jacksonville. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Jacksonville Jaguars are going to beat the Colts just because of the jackification that's going to take place. I feel like the Colts' defensive line is going to play better than the Colts. I mean, the, the Jaguars' defensive line is going to play better than the Colts' offensive line can handle. And it's the last game of the season, so it's like, fuck it. And Minshew's going to be gunslinging that hoe, fucking scratching his mustache, and it's over. All right. I think the Colts give up. Two turnovers on offense that really fuck them over, and the Jaguars win by fucking five. Yeah, I mean, I think to me, I think I think the Jaguars are starting to go into self-preservation mode. Uh, they've had they've had some front office drama with uh, Tom Coughlin, and I'm taking the Colts uh, to win this one because the Colts proved that when they're actually, you know, they are banged up, but uh, when they can actually, you know, when they can actually play at a high a high level with with the guys that they have available. Uh, I think they have a good enough coach uh, to get them ready to play. And I think the uh, Colts are going to go down there and get it done to end the season on a high note. All right. Speaking of a team that needs to win and get in, it's the Steelers at quote the Raven Nevermore. The line is two and a half for the uh, Steelers on the road. And that's because uh, Mr. Lamar and Mr. Ingram for the Ravens uh, are not expected uh, to play in this one. Uh, so, and they're all, they're also banged up here with, uh, Mark Andrews, Marcus Peters, uh, Jimmy Smith, Earl Thomas, all questionable James Conner, Marquise Pouncey are out for this, for the Steelers. So the question is with the undermanned Ravens team, can the Steelers go in there with old duck Hodges and get it done to trip and fall into the playoffs? Mr. Bridges. My face. Again. Oh Lord, he's doing, he's doing um, the camera on face again. Did somebody did somebody dismantle the Ravens defense? I don't. I mean, I'm talking about the front seven. Mm-hmm. Did somebody dismantle it? Did they like kill somebody? Is like three people missing in action? <laughs> Something going on? The Steelers are subpar. They've been playing out of body. Yeah. All right. They've been playing out of body. Out of body. So Snell is not that deal. We I've seen that, and it's crazy. We had him in fantasy. We did, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, he's not that guy. He's too busy wanting to talk shit to people instead of running the fucking football. Um, I think the Ravens get it done because the Ravens win the trenches. That's on both sides. Uh, it's going to be an ugly game. RG3 is going to be starting quarterback. Uh, I really think RG3 comes out and just really just fucking acts a fool. Yeah. And show us the old RG3. And I think the Ravens get it done. They win their 14th game. The Steelers dwindle 8-8. Uh, and, eight. and Mike Tomlin goes back to the drawing board. They draft a quarterback next year. Um, to to be the heir apparent to Big Ben, who I believe is going to play one more year because it didn't end the way he wanted. So, right. still as to go back to the drawing board after this game, the Ravens keep on uh, big trusting, and that's that. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, even even um, you know, having players being held out for the playoffs or from injuries, I don't think that I think I think the Steelers had a nice little run, but I think now the Ravens know they're they're in playoff mode because the Ravens have Super Bowl aspirations and they're not going to end the season on a letdown. Um, star, sorry, Steelers, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna just miss the playoffs, and I'm taking the Ravens as well. All right, you want to talk about a uh, must-win game? It's a tighten up. Titans going to the H town coming down. The Titans going down to Houston to face the Texans. The line is three and a half for the Titans on the road. Taking a look at the injuries. What do we got in this motherfucker here? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Where are we at here? Uh, okay. Adam Humphrey's still out. Khalif Raymond uh, and Adoree Jackson are still out. And then uh, Will Fuller is out for the Texans. And... Uh, Deshaun Watson's banged up. Hopkins is banged up. Kenny Stills, Laramie Tunsil, Bradley Roby. Uh, yeah, man. They're, uh, and Derrick Henry is, is listed as healthy for the Titans. So the Titans get a much-needed win to try to get a final wild-card spot. You know who you didn't list in the injury report? Who's that? James Well, yeah, because he, he's on the IR. Yeah. He's back. He's back. Oh, is he really? I'm yeah, not. He's practiced all week. Oh, I'm not. I'm not seeing anything in, the, in this summary here. But hey, I'll take your word for it. Well, it was today. That was all the talk of ESPN. Like DJ Watson, not practicing. Supposed to return for uh, whatever, whatever. Um, I got to go with the Texans at home, just because they're at home, man. Just because they're home. I don't think the Titans can handle the deep ball and the Texas score so well. I know Hopkins is banged up and he still is out, but they found a way to throw the deep ball. Hopkins is sneaky good. One of the best receivers in the NFL, period. Top five, statistically. And Sean Watson throws that deep ball better than anybody. He gets himself out of trouble. I think that the Texans do just enough to get the play call. Uh, and that's that. Well, you want you want to talk about sneaky productive? That's Will Fuller, and he's not going to be in this game. I do not trust the the Texans to stop Derrick Henry, and I don't trust them to be able to run the ball if things aren't going well in the pass game. So I am taking the Titans to to do that Uh-oh. and get in there to get a wild card spot. I'm taking the Titan up, Titans. God damn it, Titan up! I'm taking you, motherfuckers. Don't let me down. You know what I'm saying? Taking the Titans. And finally, oh, JB. JB, this may be the marquee game of the week. It's the final Sunday night game of the season. It's the Niners going up there to the Big 12. Uh, The Niners at the Seahawks for the division. And the line is three and a half for the Niners on the road. Injuries. Do we have anything reported here? What are we looking at? Injuries. Nothing reported as of yet. Have you have you been hearing any any rumblings and grumblings? They got beast mode and they got turban back beast now to run the ball for the and for the turban are back. Mm-hmm. All right, I couldn't get it out fast enough. Right, like my pull out game strong. <laughs> turban and beast mode are back. Right, between the two of them, they'll carry the ball forty times. I am not. I repeat. I will not bet against the Seahawks at home in late December unless we're playing. Right. We, we right. know how to look Unless ass. it was last week, right. then yes. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? At this point right now, the desperation has sunk in. They realize what their flaws are. 
They realize what the 49ers' strengths are. Trust me, brother. It's about to be some fireworks in the great Northwest, all right, for the night game. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. See all this 49ers. Act UV weather. Probably cloudy. 49 degrees. Rain. Mm-hmm. That's Seattle weather. Rain. That is Seattle weather. Rain. Rain. Kurt Cobain is rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> there are no apologies. <laughs> No apologies. Uh, right? why, is he, why, is, why is he rolling over in his grave? Because <laughs> he's high. He's ready for it. Uh, that Kurt Cobain don't know. Even the deceased Kurt Cobain don't know that in his playoff implications in Seattle, he was a diver, he was a diehard Seahawks fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the squawks as well. By the way, I don't know if you know this, uh, Brian the Boz Bosworth is going to be raising the 12 flag. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the Boz is coming back. I, I, I know it's going to be crazy. Yeah. The Boz. He's going to be high. Yeah, I'm, 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 taking, I'm taking the squawks as well. They're, they're, trying, they're trying to get ready. They're trying to get ready to make a run. Uh, I, don't th- I don't think Beast Mode is going to be as dynamic as people hope for, but I think he's going to rattle off a couple uh, yeah, big be, plays. Yeah, man. There'll be more beauty than the Beast. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm taking the Squawks at home. All right, real real quick, what what is your what is your Pacific Home Buyers bet of the week? You know we got to get your one. What do you got? Oh, I got to get one. I'm, I'm betting the Texans. That's your the Oh, okay. Is real cheap in Texas, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm about to come down. Yeah. Come and die. I'm going to get a new house, a slab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. There it is. With the big horns on the front. There it is. You know what I'm saying? On, on you know what I'm saying? On the on the fucking Vos, you know what I'm saying? The the, the white the, the white walls, you know what I mean? The white ooh, the white walls. Still tipping on four foes, wrapped in four bows. Pimping for hoes and I'm packing for. Yeah. One, one, one of the illest hooks of all time. That's it, reviewers. We'll yes. see who's right, who's wrong, who's yes. both right, who's both wrong. JB, I know you, before we go, I know you have a special message for your particular uh, members of the NFL Brotherhood about, about taking yes. care of themselves, particularly going into, into this new decade. Let, let them right. know. All right, stop, stop the fucking music. All right. Uh, this is for my brothers. Out there in the NFL legends community, meaning that you are retired. Um, please make sure you're taking care of yourselves mentally. Everybody wants to try to do a little something physically. I know I am a huge advocate for fitness uh, on my social media. And so everybody f- follows my journey. But mentally, we have to be better. Uh, I heard two horror stories of, of, of late this week and of guys that I know situation that have happened I know that that's uncharacteristic of him and whether you guys want to admit it or not we are fucked up in the head for lack of better words your brain is going through some sort of irregularity right there's something going on in your brain and you have to nurture that you have to keep your brain strong by getting counseling uh, there's nothing wrong with counseling. I go to counseling. Mm-hmm. Benny goes mm-hmm. to counseling. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's nothing wrong with opening your mouth to speak with somebody who's unbiased about situations and things that have happened in your life and that are happening in your life. It helps to open your mouth and say it. It really does. To get it out of you. Because when you don't get it out of you, you act on it. Everybody handles it in a certain way. And none of it is good. So I'm encouraging my brothers to, one, 
Make sure that you attend. If you have BAP appointments, and everybody knows what that means, who's under the sound of my voice that is playing in the NFL, you have BAP appointments, you have access. Uh, the NFL Legends community does a lot of things, including pay for counseling. All you have to do is put in the inquiry. You'll be taken care of. I need my guys to be better. All right. It scares me the things that are coming for me in the future, but I'm going to be as strong as I can physically and mentally until the day that I can. Mm-hmm. All my brothers out there, make sure that y'all know that your due diligence in making sure that you are healthy, mentally, and physically strong. All right. You are a legend, NFL legend. I am an NFL legend. We are special people. We got to take care of ourselves, man. Love y'all. Uh, many blessings. Uh, guys that are listening to me um, that are out here in Arizona, NFL retirees, all right, make sure you log into the NFL Legends website. Get your profile done so you know when we have our chapter meetings. We love to see y'all out, man. Other than that, mm-hmm. Benny, appreciate the time. Share my mind. Yep. Talk to my brothers. Of course. To my brother. Happy New Year. It's the last one. It's the last one of 2019. We did it. We did it. The last one of 2019. This is what, our third year, Benny, together? Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's yeah, right. Third year together, you know what I'm saying? Going on year four. Big things coming in year four. Mm-hmm. As we did this year, bigger things came this year that we had before. And, man, we just we appreciate y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all for commenting. We appreciate y'all for uh for socializing with us on social media because I guess that's what it's for, right? Exactly. Allegedly. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Allegedly. You know what I'm saying? So we rock with y'all heavy and 2020 is going to be a great year. Please don't tweet 2020 vision or hashtag 2020 vision. We will unfollow you guys. Sorry. (laughs) We don't want to see that shit. Right. Just handle your business. Just handle your business. Handle your business better. Exactly. You did the previous year. And if you do that, then you are constantly making yourself better. Those are words straight from JV. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, man. Take it, take it, take it day by day and and do it the right way. You'll be, you'll be all right. So from the review to you, a happy new year. We'll see you in 2020. Uh, Follow us at JB and Benny blue, JB and Benny blue review.com and check us out on all streaming platforms. And that's it. It's the JB and Benny blue review podcast. And we out. Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. <sighs> Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.